0: Welcome to the Food and Beverage Insider Podcast, the source for the latest ingredients, formulation, supply chain, and regulatory issues affecting healthy food and beverage product innovation. Today's host is Judy Bizzazzaro, Editor-in-Chief. Hi, and welcome to another edition of the Food and Beverage Insider Podcast. I'm joined today by Jordan Buckner, who is the founder of FoodBevy. It's a company that empowers food and beverage founders from startup through scale. I was fortunate enough to meet uh, Jordan late last year and was so impressed with his passion for this industry that I knew I had to have him on one of our FBI podcasts. So I'm delighted we finally get a chance to chat uh, more in depth and for you to share your story. So Jordan, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Judy, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to this, I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, awesome. So let's just jump right in. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about Food Bevy and the company's mission and inception?
1: Of course. So as you mentioned in the great intro, Food Bevy is really an online community to help emerging food, beverage, supplements, health brands really get the tools and resources they need to grow from startup to scale. I started the company really because as a food founder myself, I experienced right, the crazy obstacles and journey of starting a company. And you know, everyone thinks that starting a food company is going to be difficult, but it doesn't have to be like this difficult, right? And so Food Bevery is really designed to help other founders make that journey a little bit easier so that they can grow and build a successful company. And so some of the things that we do, we created uh, one of the largest databases of industry partners, including co-manufacturers, investors, retail buyers, media contacts, basically anyone that you want to know or need to know in the industry. You can come on our directory and search for them there so it can save you countless hours of just Googling. And we also have exclusive discounts for our founders as well to help them save thousands of dollars on services that they would use, everything from marketing to accounting discounts. And then we also host expert webinars and learning sessions. Really, this is the how to grow your company series everything from brands who are just starting out to growing companies to those who are finally achieving some scale. And so at the end of the day, I really think my mission is to help anyone with a great idea for a product help them to be
0: successful. That's that's a lot. <laughs> when when exactly did food food bevy launch?
1: I launched food bevy right at the beginning of the pandemic in March of 2020.
0: Okay, well that that that's amazing so how can people get involved or join food bevy can you kind of walk me through the steps of if i'm you know looking to enter as you mentioned the food or beverage or supplement or personal care industries of
1: course so uh, really looking for any founders most of our companies are everywhere from an idea stage to maybe doing a couple of millions of dollars but are really looking for that support network and so we have two sides on our founder side Anyone with a uh, food product, food beverage health product can list their own product on our directory for free. You just go to foodbevery.com and look for the brand section. And then for um, the additional benefits, we do have a membership they can join. The membership is $360 a year. So really designed to be super affordable for any founder just starting out. And that gets them access to all of our discounts, webinars, and our full directory. At the same time, we are also looking for um, any industry partners, people who are in supporting roles, so agencies, consultants, uh, buyers, who want to make a difference for these early-stage companies to be able to come onto the platform, sign up as a partner, get found, and really provide great tools uh, back towards the founder community.
0: Okay, great. And I know uh, I'm just looking at your website and three of your your main keywords are learn, grow, and succeed. So how did you realize there really was a need for this, this type of specialized service?
1: Yeah, I think that you know the good thing about the community that we're in the industry is actually a very positive space. There's lots of organizations doing great work, and of many that I've been part of. One thing that I think was missing is really kind of a a national roadmap that anyone can participate in. And when I say that, there's a lot of programs that might only, the incubators accept 10 companies a year or 15 companies a year. So not everyone can participate in those, unfortunately. And so wanted to create a platform that was accessible to everyone starting out. And so, you know, a lot of it came from my personal experience of having to figure out these things firsthand myself in terms of how to find the right uh, manufacturer for my products, which Agencies and packaging designers were best, and which would, you know, be a waste of money. And really, through a lot of failings and learnings, you know, I've gone through experience of losing over twenty thousand dollars from bad partnerships, at least. And I want to help prevent other companies from going through that as well. And I think the other thing that's really important that I really want to bring attention to is, you know, starting a business for anyone is hard, but in particular. For a lot of minority founders and women-led companies, there's additional uh, barriers that they need to overcome in terms of difficulty to investors, um, having lower uh, resources to get started, and a lack of some of the networks of um, successful advisors in the industry. And so one of my goals for FoodBevy is to reach out to those founders and really make sure that they know of all the resources and opportunities that are available for them so that they have a better chance of being successful.
0: Yeah, that's great. And that leads me right into um, next line of of discussion is, you know, really, what are the challenges for emerging brands or even established brands? Um, You know, what are they facing right now, especially during covid and how can Food Bevy help them achieve success? And what I love what you said earlier was about, you know, the women-owned or the minority-owned or, you know, some of these demographics that we might not think of, um, you know, top of mind.
1: Yeah, completely. And so, you yeah, know, the pandemic has caused a huge amount of challenges. And so there's two groups that I see particularly affected. There is one group of companies who have been in existence before COVID and they had to complete Completely changed their business model to survive during this time, um, and some have actually gone on the business. And then there's other companies and founders who actually started their business during COVID and continue to find success and navigate through this time. It's really difficult, but you know they figure they can be successful during this time, then they'll have a better chance of being successful after. So one of the commonalities of both of those groups is really a change in how consumers are buying and discovering products. So previously, as a new company, you might go into your local or regional grocery store and convince the buyer to put your product on shelf. Um, once that happens, then pe- you would conduct demos and promotions, and people get to know you, try your product, and then hopefully buy. So that's for a there's been a big stop on that. I think one from a lot of the buyers at the retail chains are not looking for as many smaller companies um, during COVID that's starting to open up now, which is getting better, but that was a big difficulty. And second, if you didn't manage to get your product on shelf, you can no longer do demos and and sample your product to people walking in the store. And so out of the you know 50,000 products on the shelf, how would you get yours to stand out? And that was really difficult. And so, a lot of companies have to look for alternative ways of getting their products to consumers and into their mouths. And so, that's where one area that, that Food Bevy has really helped on. So, one, we hosted a series of um, webinars with other founders, people like Rise Brewing, um, the coffee company, and um, and Chomps, the jerky company, and the founders who have been successful. They're they're doing really well, and they've shared how they pivoted and have found new ways of getting their products into the mouths of of customers. And so that was really great. And then also we have industry partners who specialize in sampling and consumer trial. And so they were able to really target, you know, our companies, brands would come in, we partner them with these sampling companies, and then they could target certain geographies. So let's say you're in Chicago, um, you can target consumers in Chicago so that they can try your product and then either buy online or go to the grocery store and find you that way.
0: Oh, that's great. I mean, talk about uh, technology. Um, so collaboration, obviously that's a huge piece of success. And I know that you know you strive to make success accessible through a collaborative community. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience as a BIPOC entrepreneur, perhaps share your personal journey in this space?
1: Of course. So um, I got into the industry from founding my own company, T-Squares, about five years ago. And when I started out, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing in this industry. And I will say, right, like I had certain privileges of, of that others didn't as well. So I grew up in Chicago on the south side of the city in the predominantly Black neighborhood. Uh, one thing I did have the opportunity to do is go to a private school where there were, I had a lot of kind of wealthier classmates there. And I remember when I started uh, T Squares, I w- was um, lucky enough to get into a couple Whole food stores in the Chicago area And actually that was through a local organization that was particularly highlighting black owned companies for launch and whole foods, which is one great opportunity. But then as I was doing a demo, a gentleman walked up and he's like, Hey, I really love your product. I love what you're doing. I'm starting an investment company. And I thought that was great. But one thing that really helped to seal the deal is I actually went to the same school that, um, that his kids were currently going to. And so we had an instant connection that, was able to help me form that relationship, which eventually led to an investment. But I can tell you, if I did not have the the experience of going to that school, I'm not sure if I would have gotten that relationship, built that relationship and gotten an investment from that person. And so I know a lot of my fellow founders who are BIPOC and don't have those opportunities, they face a lot of hurdles and I continue to face hurdles as well in terms of being Um, underestimated or not having those same connections to help grow their business. And as another quick story, I was talking to a founder who went to a luncheon promoting BIPOC businesses. And as she was at her table talking to, you know, very well-meaning individuals, there was a woman who was white and asked her, responded and said, hey, you're so well-spoken and so surprised, like you have a great story. And this founder was thinking, Of course, like I've been through a lot, like just, why are you surprised that I was successful? Do you think this is like a charity where there's people who are very poor or not, right? And so they're making a judgment based on their perceived experience based on the the race of that individual. And so it's opportunities and problems and obstacles like that um, that are really, you know, play a huge part in in this journey. And so, you know, that's really one of the big reasons why that's part of our mission at Food Babby is I want to... Re- Help create more opportunities and um, reduce those obstacles for for BIPOC and women founders.
0: How do you help minority owners have some of these difficult conversations? You know, how, do you help prepare them? Do you help coach them for when they're talking to, you know, potential retail um, retailers or investors? Yeah, I think that
1: from my experience, right, everyone is, a lot of the BIPOC founders have a great product. They have a great story. What they're often done is they're underestimated by the people that they're talking with, or there's assumptions that are against them that they have to overcome more than others to be successful. And a couple of things I've done, I've held conversations with founders just talking about the problems and issues that they've run into so that one, we can share stories to know that we're not alone in the issues that come up and can talk honestly. And then as well, talk about what has worked and how to change a conversation to um, hopefully inclu- influence the outcomes for the better. Um, I mean, I can tell you, unfor- you know, it's an unfortunate learning situation from a company where there's a a woman-owned company, she's talked about this publicly as well, but when she was pitching for investment, she had to take her male co-founder to every other meeting, every meeting with her. Even though she was the CEO of the company, she found that investors would not take her seriously and would direct their questions to the male co-founder who was not the CEO instead of to her. And so, right, like, she shared Mm -hmm. that as a learning and having to do that to to survive and be successful. And so on one hand, it was a tip, but on the other hand, like it was a really unfortunate reality.
0: Right, and that's, you know, especially when we're talking about the food and beverage industry, it, it just seems so inclusive and yet it's not. So how do we get there? So I asked this question at the end of every podcast, looking into your crystal ball, where do you see the industry in the next few years? But more specifically, what advancements do you hope to see? Where can we be as an industry?
1: I am really inspired by the the growth of the entire industry, the promotion of smaller emerging brands by diverse founders and a lot of the attention that they're getting. Um, You know, I just actually saw a headline a few minutes ago from one of my favorite brands, Um, Denise with Partake Foods that went through 86 rejections from investors but ended up um, getting one from the the businessman and hip-hop mogul Jay-Z who invested Mm -hmm. in the multi-million dollar deal for her. And so seeing this continued Um, emphasis and promotion of more diverse brands, diverse food products, um, and people wanting to vote and support with their dollars more diverse founders because it's not just um, supporting someone who, who has a more diverse background, but it also speaks to the types of foods that we're getting to eat. And we're getting closer to more authentic foods and our um, new products as well. You know, I think there's a, a stigma in terms of a lot of the health food products that were popular in the last 10 or 20 years were from, you know, this um, organic movement and, and kind of fair trade movement. Um, that tended to be predominantly white and a lot of times male. And what we're seeing now is the inclusion of ethnic flavors in an authentic way that are healthy and fun and new and interesting. And I see that trend continuing to grow for the next five, 10 years into the future.
0: Great. You can't help but think that maybe COVID has has, uh, helped traction there with people not able to travel. So they're, they're actually traveling through their taste buds, so to speak. So anything else that you want to talk about?
1: Yeah, I would love to welcome anyone who is passionate about the food and beverage industry, who wants to work with and help emerging brands uh, to visit foodbevy.com, become a member, ask how you can help and really grow this movement of good food for everyone.
0: Well, that's great. And, you know, what a, what a great way to wrap up. I wish you the best of luck and success. And I know, I know that this will lead to great things. I appreciate you taking the time to talk about this important growth area for our industry and for our listeners. You know, we will catch you again on our next podcast airing soon.